Blog Talk Radio. Good blessed Saturday, everyone. You are here with Heidi Little and Bob Challenger on One Love Rising. Uh, we are honored and blessed to have our guest today, a, a colleague, friend, love circle, a little tribe um, sister of ours. Uh, her name is Julie Crow. And uh, Dr. Julie is the spirit of the new earth, midwifing the evolution of consciousness and the ethos of wholeness. Her career as an intuitive, integrative health practitioner, psychotherapist, has influenced her work with visionary leaders and change makers, co-creating connections that inspire individual, collective, and planetary healing. Her authentic down-to-earth approach invites others to embody their highest creative potential while shifting from egocentric challenges and separation to a healthier, soul-centric flow of resonance and coherence. She's a mystic speaker, teacher, founding steward of goodofthewhole.com, and hosts the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected, and author of the forthcoming book, Fractured Grace. Welcome, Julie. How are you today? Hey, I am great. Thank you. Thank you for the welcome. And yeah, it's a beautiful day here in the middle of the United States. And I'm watching eagles right now as we speak. Um, I'm on a lake and the eagles come to roost and there's a couple dozen of them right out in front of me. So it's a great day. I have one of them tattooed on my arm, Julie. Wonderful. Oh, cool. We love those guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we get to frequent the the bald eagles around here and some golden hawks are around us usually Mm. here also. Big love of the bird family. How exciting. Julie, tell us what you think about oneness, please. We always like to start the show off that way. What does oneness mean to you? Oh, oneness. I love this. I love this. Thank you for this first question. Um, on my mm-hmm. show, I always ask, what does all things connected mean to you? And mm-hmm. so I, I guess mm-hmm. I'll respond by something I just had said recently um, that is so exciting that when I started my show like five years ago, and I'd say, what is all things connected? You know, it was like we were trying to prove that all things were connected. We were trying to pull the threads of science back in and pull the threads of religion back in and really, really um, kind of bolster up the idea of oneness, right? And now, this is what I just had, had mentioned just a couple weeks ago. It's like, wow, now it's kind of like this given that we've relaxed into. And we've, we, it's enough in our consciousness that even the responses that I receive are so beautiful because it's like a given. <laughs> so what does oneness mean to me? I literally um i i love to bring the science in that talks about the quantum field our this unified field of consciousness which is our oneness which does tie us all together literally on that quantum level but also just in our our um what do i want to say the nature of all things if we look at literally our natural world it works in its oneness and I love that as an example to, for all of us to, to really, really boost our consciousness, to evolve our consciousness. When we look at the natural world, I'm talking about the eagles. And as I look at the eagles, I have to look at the ice and the open water and the smaller birds and the fish that are there and the trees and all of that working in harmony. So even from the quantum level of, of really 
demonstrating that we literally are all one, when we see ourselves as this whole being within this greater whole, everything works in harmony and balance again. And so that's one of my passions is to really talk about what it is to be a whole being in service of and contributing to this greater whole, like cells in the human body, like individual cells that have their job within our bodies, and they do Mm -hmm. their thing in mutual aid with the other cells, in mutual aid with the other organs, and we all orchestrate this beautiful tapestry together, and we become one. So, and then I can't, I have to, I can't resist. I got to go back to your title, One Love Rising. <laughs> and you can't talk about oneness without that one love rising. That really, what is it? It's all just love, right? It's all just love expressing itself in so many different forms. So, yeah, thanks for the question. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for that beautiful answer. So, that leads us into the bit of the whole. What do we have going on with the good of the whole.com, Julie? What can you tell us about it? Oh, thanks for asking. You know, good of the whole has been um, in this place for since 2012, actually, um, in its infancy, working to create this container and a repository for this oneness movement, for our unity on the planet of how do we literally learn, teach, experience, practice oneness? How do we really live into the understanding that we're all a part of this greater whole? And so um, it, we, literally many things are moving and shaking mm-hmm. within good of the whole right now. We have, not, we have a re- resource repository that really highlights all these individuals and organizations all over the planet doing this work. Um, so you can go on there and you can see, wow, look at all these people working toward unity and oneness in, in education and in healthcare and in, in politics and governance and um, eco-governance and sustainability and, and regenerative practices on the earth and community and villages. There's just so much of a repository there. But also bringing the people and the organizations together to really find one another. It's like we're, we're there. We call it like a mothership. If you think of the mothership that's there holding the resources, holding the nourishment, the practices of, of coming into a coherent field, practicing resonance in our relationships and, and organize, in the systems, like creating more resonance. So we're like this mothership where everyone that's out there, those individual cells doing their work on the planet, come in, plug in, be nourished, be filled connect with other resources, find what you need, and then go back out in the world and do this work on the planet because we're all called. We're all called to serve this greater good. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, that's a wonderful thing. It, it makes me wonder because we haven't actually had a chance to converse really. Um, this is like, it feels like our, our first really good. We had a, one conversation about a year ago, and then this feels like a really good space. Um, moving forward. I love it. You have a new book coming out, Fractured Grace. Um, What can you share with us about the book, Julie? What's happening? Well, thank you for asking. Fractured Grace is literally um, a book about everything we're talking about. (laughs) I, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. 
uh, the the tagline, the 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 um, rest of the title is healing the wounds of separation from ourselves, each other, the divine, and all of creation. So three and a half years ago, I literally had this really freakish accident like a really freakish accident and snapped six bones. Like I was just walking down a hill really carefully and I slipped and caught myself and I snapped six bones in my leg. And as I was healing and sitting in my chair, literally the book wrote itself. It was like using my experience of healing and then weaving in childhood experiences and other life experiences to what's happening on the planet. So it kind of gave Mm -hmm. this, this metaphor of our healing potential as a whole, uh, whole system and literally trusting this divine intelligence that knows what it's doing. Like when we get out of the way and allow that creative impulse, that um, designing intelligence that's within all life, when we allow that to do its work, it knows what it's doing and everything's made whole again. But we as little humans and our minds and our illusion of separate selves, we've really kind of get in the way of that. And we've created a lot of havoc on the planet, which we're all talking about and seeing and witnessing and watching now. So literally the book just invites us to come back into our wholeness, to come back into balance and really trust this designing intelligence that's there to guide us on the planet right now to do this important work of what we need to do. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, I want to invite you to share with us your personal spirit connection. Can you talk to us about your personal spirit connection, please? Oh, I'd love to. Um, actually, it, it's hard to even talk about it like it's something else because it's just who I am and who I be and who I breathe. But I, I say that in the, the word connection because it's so important for us to just get rid of those illusions of disconnection or separation. Um, so I, I, it's fun to play with those words connection, but thank you for this invitation. You know, when I was a very young girl, when I was four years old, I had a near death experience and I remember it vividly and remember everything about the experience. And what happened, because I was disembodied and I was in the other realm, I, it was like that world opened up to me at a very young age. And here I was, a four-year-old, and then five, six, seven, eight. I didn't understand that not everybody would experience that world. Like it didn't like open and close it kind of stayed open and I kind of walked in two worlds for most of my childhood, not understanding that others didn't see or hear or experience what I was experiencing. Then when I was 11, um, 11 years old, I, I, I came from a family that was broken and had a lot of adverse childhood experiences, um, like major life experiences on you know, from abuse to a a huge house fire, like a lot of bizarre trauma and, you know, and normal domestic um, trauma as well. So when I was 11, 
I went out in the yard and I was talking to God. I always say God is creator, spirit, whatever you want to call that um, for you and your own traditions. But I was having a conversation with God, went outside, sat on the grass, was saying, I don't get these humans. I don't understand them. Why do they treat each other like this? What is going on? And I was really hyper sensitive to what was going on in the world as well when I was seeing bullying or war or poverty or hunger. And so I was just having this conversation with God and had one of the most amazing experiences, um, out-of-body experiences at that time, was transported out into the cosmos and then was just sitting there in this amazing experience. I write about it in my book, but I was with an escort that was male, that was older, kind of looked like a wizard, kind of looked like um, this cool old, older guy with gray hair, long beard, and a funny hat. And, and I'm up in the cosmos, and we're looking at the earth, and we're holding it in our hands like a snow globe. It's kind of like, you know, it was the size of a snow globe, and we're, we're holding it, and we're, we're communicating without words. But anyway, that moment... Um, I was just given my mission. I've shown the vision. I've shown what was going to happen on the planet like right now. And so ever since that moment, I've had lots of experiences like that. But for having that with such a, at a, such a young age kind of gave me this sense of calmness, like this sense of knowing that made me just this calm person <laughs> wherever I showed up didn't carry a lot of anxiety in me, just kind of had this knowing. And so that, that was really the formative years of my experience of connection with spirit, like we talk about. Um, I, I've learned and expanded to really include the divine feminine, which I didn't back then. I've learned and expanded to include nature, which I didn't back then. Um, you know, I've just been really learning and evolving and expanding, but those were my formative years and the foundation for how I see the world, how I experience the world um, multidimensionally. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, I um, saw your guy. So <laughs> yes, Bobby. Okay, yes. Bye. yes. <laughs> well, thank you for calling me Bobby. Um, <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago that you – I believe it was on your on the site of Good of the Whole, where this list of groups and organizations are are the, who are working for peace. Is that where we could find that information? Yeah, on goodofthewhole.com. Right now, it's under a resource tab, and there are so many different categories. So we're working to like literally make simplify it. So we're doing subcategories right now. It will look different really soon right now it's like overwhelming it's like wow you scroll down scroll down scroll down it's there's so many different categories but yes right on good of the whole there's this beautiful resource repository right there thank you anybody can access it you're welcome you're welcome well you know Mm -hmm. i think um well i first met you uh after your accident i guess in 2015 when I was at the co-creators convergence and you were one of the main stewards 
Yes. And I could see the difficulty you were. I didn't realize your leg had been broken in six places. My God. You certainly have recovered well because I saw you last June as well at the co-creators convergence, and you were looking far better that way, getting around. So um, nice work. Yeah, thanks. It, it was an interesting long recovery. It was. It, it, it's been an interesting journey. Very informative. I, I am one that I always take life experiences and say, what's the deeper meaning? And sure. so, you know, I do that often. And this one has been a teacher. I tell you what, it's been a big teacher. Well, it sounds like the universe hit you over the head so you could write this book. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in your chair and write, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how it happens like that. And I have the same experience. I have very similar experiences, Julie, as you growing up as a child. That's awesome to hear. I love it when I run into people who who have, you know, shared um, processing, <laughs> I suppose. Shared yeah. processing yeah. on how to be a human who's awake here. It's um it's an interesting thing. Um, if you were to talk to the children about um about anything mm. really right now, um, what do you think you would say to them? You know, if we had some high school children listening in on our show, and you know, they they really haven't been taught anything about oneness, and they haven't really been taught anything about about interdependence and and about spirit. You know, a lot of their parents these days are agnostic and, you know, and, and uh, very busy. So what would you say to these children if you had them as an audience? What messages would you give them? Wow, thanks. What a brilliant question and topic. The way you, I just want to acknowledge the way you framed it, Heidi, because when you first said children, I'm thinking of the young kids, and I had a, a response popped in my mind. Then you said high school. And brought in the parents and and the conditioning, the social conditioning with all of our institutions, our schools, our the media, and not having that spiritual foundation. Which those are those are like I would start with the same place, the same answer for both. But right. all of a sudden, I just had this goosebumps go down my spine thinking about what we lose from childhood into high school. So I'll start with both of them by saying mm-hmm. the number one thing I would say to any of these kids, no matter what age, is to tune in to their heart, to really understand the wisdom and the power that they have every minute of every day, every nanosecond of every minute when they attune to the frequency of their heart, when they go inside and understand that. And there's a lot of brilliant resources in the world that can teach them. They don't have to learn a long meditative practice of any kind. They can learn some really powerful ways to brilliantly in the moment check in, attune to the heart, and tap into that wisdom. It's always right there inside. And then the second thing I would say, no matter what age as well, is that the world is waking up right now, but it looks really crazy. The world looks really crazy, and it looks really scary. If you turn on the media, if you look at any, uh, even, you know, any kind of media right now, we're reporting on 
all the breakdown. So what I would say to these kids and the adults listening is understanding that this world that we know that's breaking down right now, all these forms and structures were built on an immature understanding of our humanity coming from a consciousness of separation. They were all built believing we were separate from the earth, we're separate from one another, we're separate from our divine source. And so we we built the world. We were young, immature humans on this planet responding and reacting and building forms and structures to get along, to build communities, to build organizations. And we created all these structures with that belief system. And now as we grow and develop and expand and understand our oneness, one love rising, oneness, I love that. Mm -hmm. As we're waking to that, those old forms and structures are no longer sustainable. They don't serve the highest good. They don't serve our collective wholeness, our wholeness of being. They don't serve the planet. They don't serve our communities. They don't serve nature and creation. So these old structures, these old forms, structures, they're breaking down, which is a really beautiful thing. It's a good thing. It's a healthy thing for us to evolve beyond where we were on the planet. Now, could have we done it a long time ago? Yes. Could have we done it in different ways? Yes. Here we are at this place. And it's pretty stressful. It's pretty stressful. It's stressful for the adults. It's stressful for the organizations that don't know which way to go. But we do have resources. So the hope piece, the exciting piece is there are millions of people all over the planet on every continent in every country working to build these new structures and forms and to bring this new consciousness in that helps us understand that we are all connected and that we live in an abundant world that can provide for everyone and that everything's going to be okay. But until those structures and forms really emerge and come out of the rubble of what's breaking down, it's pretty scary. So I would say those two things. I, I, I hope that's helpful. Number one, really go back to the heart and attune to the heart, check in. All of our wisdom and guidance is right there, and that's what's going to create the new world. And that as these systems and structures break down, the third thing I'd say to kids is know that you have an individual, unique calling and gift that's your own and that you can contribute to this shift on the planet just by being you and tuning into what's yours to do. We don't have to go out and be these activists that go out into the world to change something out there. We just have to step fully into what's ours to do right where we are at. So, uh, you know, a lot of times we're like, world peace, oh, we've got to go out there and we've got to work in these countries because they're the problems or these groups or these whatever. And really it's about us tapping into our unique expression, our highest expression, and then asking how that contributes to a greater whole. That might mean something different. It will mean something different for every individual listener because some are going to be called to, to do that in a really small group or in their homes or in their families. Others are going to be in organizations. Others are going to be in larger communities. And others will be working regionally and globally. So when we attune to our heart 
that's where we're going to learn what that unique gift is. And it's going to shift and, and evolve over time too. So we don't have to go, oh, what if it's the wrong one? You know what? It's the right one for right now, and then it will evolve, and it will shift, and it will turn, and it will form like clay. You know, we're just going to keep being pliable, and we're going to continue to evolve with the needs that are around us. Wow. And, you know, oh, Julie, you, you, you gave that um, um, response to the question of how would you deal with children, but um, I got that this is the way everyone as us older children, for example, need to tune into our hearts as well. And that is the key. So I thank you for bringing that up. Mm, Yeah, thank you. I guess we're all new children of the new earth, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're learning lots from the the youth and from each other and from tuning into the heart space. Julie, I want to make sure you know that this year on International Children's Month, our whole year's platform is on self-love and cooperation. Oh, beautiful. So I am looking forward to, I have not uh, showcased any shows yet on International Children's Month, and so this show is going to be the show that I showcase on International Children's Month. So thank you for being amazing and for um, being right on. I was like, boom, there it is. Yeah, thank you. Um, Thank you for doing that, by the way. Let me just say, I just want to honor you for having the International Children's Month and how brilliant and beautiful. So thank you. Thank you guys for really holding that space. Mm, We love you. It's been been an interesting six years. (laughs) It's been an interesting six years. and, um, And we're looking forward to, you know, as many more as possible. Um, it's the brilliant people that we um, get to circle with, that are honored to circle with here, really, that that make it um, so successful. And uh, the children being ready and inquisitive and wanting to know their purpose and their mission and Mm -hmm. how they can be of greater service and that it's totally cool to be a leader and to follow their heart space and show people what it feels like to be themselves, right? As opposed to programming saying, it's cooler to look like this. I think it's wonderful that we are finally coming home to ourselves and understanding that the coolest people we can be are who we are. Yeah. Like you're a prime example of that. You're a cool lady. And I think that <laughs> everything that you have shared is just so beautiful and powerful and empowering. And I think that in these days, the more we can empower one another, the better it is for ourselves and our friends and family. So I want to thank you for that, Julie. Yay. Oh, and Bob. You too, Bob. Because Bob's always awesome. Mm-hmm. So he's got his. He's got his in-tunement happening, and um, I feel honored to circle with you guys. Julie, I need to ask you um, what you're doing now and what you're moving into. What are you focusing on for the next little bit here? What are we at going into oh. spring, yes? Yes, yay. Thank you. There's lots of really fun, exciting things happening. Right now I've just been in the middle of a, 
um, began a women's forum, a three-part women's forum to talk about what's happening in our collective consciousness with um, women's right and expanding into really our power and, and healing that feminine wound. So I started a three-part series there and um, we'll provide those to anybody that registers for that. And there's still two more Wednesdays that we're going to have that women's forum and get together as women and talk about it. And then that leads into a really deep healing opportunity as well called Beautiful Compost. And Beautiful Compost, um, the theme for, for this, this season is intimacy, power, and healing the feminine wound. And we're really going to look at um, everything we talked about today. It's like, how do we bring this forward completely? It's like releasing all of that old stuff. So not only the old emotional wounds. I had one woman say, well, I've already done all my healing work. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. And then let's do the layer of social conditioning and other things that we've done as women. So we're starting that. And then later in the spring, we've got lots of things going on with um, Good of the Whole. We now have a, a weekly resonance call, which can help teach people the practice of resonance and, and what that really means. And they can participate and commune with one another at that beautiful um, well, come in and, and really be nourished and, and refreshed. And we have a happy hour on the revolutionary agreements going on once a month, the revolutionary happy hour on the fourth Thursday of every month with Marion Head and her um, beautiful, amazing book, Revolutionary Agreements. And then later in the spring, we'll get you guys involved. We'll get, yes, definitely, you'll be on our list here really soon. We're going to do a, a 40-day of really grounding the force of love and have it be 40 days of reconnection so that literally we're looking at our connection with ourselves, each other, and, you know, the divine and all of creation. So we're going to have a 40-day, we like to say like an unsummit. It's not like a summit, like you're going to get on and get a bunch of speakers. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be resources for all of us every day to start some new habits and, and create a huge awareness of our connection on the planet. So we'll be sharing more about that later in the spring. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we have lots of things that we can um, support. We can support you in many ways. I am so happy to hear about these beautiful things. I want to thank you for your time and your energy and your contribution, your unique, miraculous contribution to the planet, Julie. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yay. Bob? Challenger. Yeah. Thank you for holding space with me and interviewing Julie and being your beautiful self. Well, well, you're quite welcome, and uh, what a wonderful um, interview this has been. I've learned, even though I've been with you a couple of times at Co-Creators Convergence, I really didn't know all the things you were involved in, Julie. You are incredible, beautiful and incredible. Hmm. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I want to call you Billy Bob because when I give you a big squeeze, that's a, I like Billy Bob. Thank you, Billy Bob. I love you. I love both of you guys. You're doing amazing things on the planet. Please continue and know you are appreciated. Thank oh, you. Much love, Julie. Love and life blessings to all your work. My friends and family, you have been listening to One Love Rising on Blog Talk Radio. We are all connected. Love and light all around. Julie, we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much. Bob, love you. Mm. Take care. Love you too. Yeah, what a great show today. Thank you so much, Heidi and Julie. Awesome. Mm. Much love. Here we grow. Much love. Bye, everyone. Here we grow. Love.